How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I told you, Vegas, that we had more guests, and thankfully for me and all of us, really, we've got one of the best who covers the NBA. He's a senior writer for Sports Illustrated, co-host of the Crossover Pod, and an analyst for SiriusXM's NBA Radio. Howard Beck joins us. Insider Calls powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Howard, first off, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I want to start off by asking you about the Clippers. Um, Of course, they've gotten Paul George back. Uh, Norman Powell returned last night, scored 24 points. Um, But obviously, the hype surrounding them has increased with Kawhi, who's been seen in the facility getting in reps, telling reporters to put their phones away uh, while he tries to get back to full health. Um, But to me, if you're the Clippers, you know, they're in this situation where they could be the seventh seed or the eighth seed. Does ultimately the difference between having to play the Grizzlies or the Suns kind of change the perspective of should we bring Kawhi back to play in the first round if they get there? No, I don't think so. I mean, I I think organizations in today's NBA are, and especially if you're an organization that has Kawhi Leonard, who we know is uh, very hyper-conscious about his health, his body, his rehab. This is why things went haywire with him in San Antonio because they were not on the same page. You have to be cognizant of the player's long-term health. And ACLs, while maybe not as catastrophic an injury as they once were, uh, thanks to sports science, that it's still a serious injury. And usually it takes you a full 12 months just to get back, and it can take 18 to 24 months before you are really yourself again. And Kawhi's one of those guys who doesn't like being on the court until he can be the, the, the full extent of Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. and, and be as impactful as he's used to being. So I don't think you can rush him back. And I don't think the Clippers as careful as they've been, as smart as they've been really as an organization, I, I don't, I don't think they're going to, to try to rush him back just for the sake of, you know, getting to the seventh seed in, instead of eighth. And this season, look, I mean, I, I know they won't look at it this way, but just what they've done is an achievement unto itself to have come this far and been this competitive and make the playoffs um, I'll probably make the playoffs anyway, um, despite having no Kawhi for the whole season and no Paul George for, for most of it, uh, it. It's it's incredible. And what you really want to worry about now is, you know, what do you look like next season? And, and making sure that you've got both those guys at full capacity then. And, and Howard, I, I, t- I talked about the possibility of the Clippers playing Memphis. Uh, and with Memphis in particular, they're another team. This has been a breakout year for not only the team, uh, ja, obviously, and, and, you know, Ja hopefully will be back in time for the playoffs. But I have to ask you, you know, Memphis, they're a team that scores a lot on the fast break. 
Uh, they force a lot of turnovers. In terms of half court, they don't really shoot a good percentage from three. Uh, and with the playoffs, it lends itself to a slower pace. Uh, do you think Memphis can generate enough offense uh, to compete and make some noise in the playoffs? I had uh, Stan Van Gundy on the crossover podcast just a week ago, and we talked about this. And I thought Stan's analysis, uh, as you would expect from, from Stan, was was spot on. I mean, yeah. He basically said, "Listen, this team doesn't have enough shooting, and they are going to struggle in the half court. They take, you know, they get a lot of scoring out of transition, second chance points, um, and just just also running teams out of the gym sometimes. Right? They're young and they're athletic and." and they're long and, and they can uh, take advantage during a regular season, the course of a regular season, but it's different in a, uh, a playoff series where defenses are going to really scheme for you and lock in and, and take away your strengths. And they're going to slow the game down and make it more of a half court game. And as much as they're reliant on John, ja, John's not much of a shooter at this stage of his career. Um, that can make it a lot tougher on them. That said, they are you know a fantastic defensive team. They play their butts off. And they're going to be in every game, and you know uh, they're they're a legit number two seed. I I would, you know, I don't think they're going to get knocked out in the first round or anything. But are they going to make the conference finals? Would they have a chance against the Suns? I, I think that's a little bit more of a stretch. And of course, they're young. And in general, in this league, not always, but in general, the young teams kind of have to take their lumps before they really can advance deep in the playoffs. And this Grizzlies team is is pretty new to this at this stage. Oh, 100% Howard Beck joining us. So you can follow him on Twitter at Howard Beck. And here in Vegas, obviously, we don't have an NBA team, but generally it's a 50-50 split between the team with LeBron that unbelievably missed the playoffs that we're not going to talk about and the Warriors. And as <laughs> things stand, uh, if the Warriors stay in that third seed, um, it's going to lead them down a path where they'll play the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. And obviously Steph, Steph Curry's returning um, how do you like their chances if they're able to reach uh, the Western Conference Finals and get Steph back and get Draymond and, you know, everyone acclimated and back into rhythm uh, with that matchup in the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, it's, it's this is one of the most fascinating parts of this postseason is that, one, I don't think we have an overwhelming favorite, right? Like the Suns are the favorites based on their record and their, their really strong regular season, and they deserve that, and I'm not trying to diminish that at all. The Bucks are still a, a, a favorite of sorts in that they're the defending champs, and they've had a, a, a solid season, not a, not a dominant season, but a very good one, and they're, they're whole again now with uh, Brooke Lopez back in the fold and all that. Um, but the Warriors are sitting there looming as the only reigning dynasty, you know, the team that you know won a championship as recently as four years ago, was in the finals just three years ago, and it's a different version of them, and they're older, and they've got some health issues right now. Steph's not on the court, and Clay's still trying to, to rediscover himself after two years out. And it's been kind of an uneven season, but along the way, they've developed Jordan Poole, and Kuminga's had a strong season, and you know, Wiggins has become a really uh, you know important player for them, and Gary Payton's second. Like, it's a... a deep, strong, talented team. And, and if the Warriors are whole and healthy when the playoffs arrive, like I, I feel like they could make a run. I feel like they could win the West. I feel like they could knock out the Suns and, and contend for the championship again. I, I, I believe that. I know we haven't seen that version of them much, but they started the season really strong, and that was before Clay even got back. Um, I, I still believe in this Warriors core. And if they're whole, if they're healthy – they're going to be a force to contend with, but those are still some significant ifs. 
No, 100%. And, and thank you because it's been, you know, everyone. Well, not that everyone's been talking about the Suns, but, you know, everyone's given them their respect when they do get brought up in the conversation. And I, I'm just going to stay here in the Western Conference, Howard, because uh, a team that I haven't been following closely, but arguably they've been the best team, one of the best teams since the second half has started alongside Boston, is the Dallas Mavericks. Obviously, they're led by Luka. Um, this team has great defense. Right now, they're holding the fourth seed. That's probably going to come down to the final game of the season because Utah has an easy schedule as well. And so we'll see how that plays out. Um, but with the pieces that have stepped up, and obviously they made some trades uh, at the trade deadline, do you see that defense uh, and, and some of the, you know, Spencer Dimwitty and some of the uh, players that they picked up holding up and letting them make a run here in the playoffs? You know, the, the Mavericks are a difficult team to assess. Um, you know, they, they, they obviously gave up on the Porzingis, the you know, Luka experiment or, or that, that partnership that they're hoped for one, two punch. We know in this league in general, not always. And, and, you know, we've seen some different versions of, of champions in this, this league in the last few years, but you know, usually you have a superstar of, of Lucas caliber, you get him a co-star. And once you get a second one, maybe you try to get a third if you can. Uh, although super teams have not worked out so well this season, the Mavs don't have that right now. And Spencer Dinwiddie's been great for them. Uh, he looks a lot more like the player that I saw playing here in Brooklyn when he first kind of uh, broke out over the last few years. Um, but I don't see they have that one-two punch. Their defense at its best is really good. Luka can win a game single-handedly at times. They're a really strong team. I don't know that the Mavericks have enough to knock out, say, the, the, the Warriors or Suns. I, I feel like they're still a piece away or you know, maybe, maybe a couple of – of, of just high level pieces or one star away from truly being a contender. All right, Howard. And, and I think, thank you for your insight here on this NBA playoff preview here on 1140, the bet before we get you out of here, of course, uh, join, uh, check out Howard Beck on sports illustrated, check out this podcast, the crossover pod. I'm going to two more questions. I'm going to hit you back to back. Um, Cause I feel obligated with the MVP race. Uh, who do you have? And then whether it's the Western Conference, which we focused on um, for the majority of this interview, or the Eastern Conference, uh, what is a sleeper team uh, that you think is most likely to make a run deep into the playoffs? I mean, I guess deep. We'll, we'll say that a deep playoff run as a sleeper team is probably not the finals. Right? I'm, I'm like, no, we don't get dark horses actually making it to the finals very often in the NBA. Yeah, it's like the so, Hawks last year, right, with the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, listen, like the, the East is hard to, to figure any. I mean, the whole postseason is hard to figure right now. But, like, you know, the Heat have the best record in the East, but the Bucks are the defending champs. But the Celtics were the best team in the last couple of months. The Celtics <laughs> are missing Robert Williams. The Sixers have, have been beaten hard, and who at their best are, are amazing, and uh, other times are not. So it's like the, it's, a, it's a difficult race to handicap. And then if I'm going to, like, label a dark horse who I think could make some noise – if not necessarily go to the finals, I would say the Toronto Raptors who have been fantastic the last few months and and have a possible rookie of the year in in Scotty Barnes and a a really strong cast. You think Van um, Fleet is going to be healthy enough? Cause it's been a little shaky with him. That's that's a fair question. I don't, you know, we don't know about his knee and and how he'll be in the playoffs, but, uh, but that is a team that at full strength, uh, I think, you know, that's one of those teams that nobody wants to face, right? Like they're, they're, they're really tough. Um, in terms of my MVP vote, I have a ballot. I will not send it in, as is usually my habit. I will not send it in until I absolutely have to, which is 
uh, 11.59 p.m. the day after the season ends, so that's Monday. <laughs> um, I, will, I will wait until nearly the last minute because, uh, because I can. But also, like, this is a really particularly tough year. Like, no, it's, it's a like, uniquely difficult year. No, the, this year is you have to because every two days this flips where Giannis last week and then Luka comes out of nowhere. Some people are saying Devin Booker. Obviously, Jokic has been the, the, the main guy that everyone's talked about. You can't forget about Joel. Um, so fair enough. We'll, 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 we'll wait to see um, who comes out and wins that MVP and this entire playoffs madness. Listen, Howard, thank you. Uh, this has been a dream of mine. I've listened to your podcast and your appearances on Zach Lowe uh, and things like that. So we greatly appreciate you uh, coming on and giving us some insight and getting us ready for the playoffs, Howard. Nah, I really appreciate that. appreciate all the kind words as well. And uh, thanks. Yeah, should be an exciting postseason. Absolutely. Hopefully we'll have you on here later um, it, as we get into the playoffs. But, Howard, thank you so much. Coming up, we're closing out the 2022 NBA playoff preview. Will we have more special guests? I guess you're going to have to find out. But first, got to pay some bills around here. It's 1140 The Bet Las Vegas. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.